Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Tim Buck 2, Kyle Price. What's up, gentlemen? How are we feeling today? I'm good. Perfect, man. I'm better now that I see you right in between us. <laughs> I love that. This, this, is, this, is so the, happy. this is the threesome you know you never wanted, but now you know you want it. So. <laughs> We've got some uh, some comments, Tim, if you want to read those off, because I'm not going to lie, it's a little hard to see from here. Right. <laughs> oh, I can see it now. Oh, here we Let's go. Put it up. There you go. Dave, what's up? What's Dave? up? Watching from the Cavs game. We got a couple others. Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thanksgiving tomorrow, man. Yes, it is. And in honor of Thanksgiving, today is the biggest drinking night of the year. We're going to drink. We're going to drink. And we're only going to do an hour and a half. Or at least we're going to attempt to do as close to an hour and a half as we can. Because I'm not very good at time management on this show. It's very true. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, With that being said, cheers to everybody that's watched Talking About Balls at any time. Absolutely. Everybody, hope hope you guys are all having a great time. We're going to crack these here. And uh, to Talking About Balls. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, Tim. Meet you in the middle there. There (laughs) Cheers. There you go. Boom. All right, boys. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I wanted to start off with a special thank you to somebody that I really, really like. Arguably my favorite Browns quarterback, Johnny Manziel. And that is, of course, Baker Mayfield. If you guys have ever watched the show, <laughs> no, it is, it is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, just a quick thank you to him because he has tried to steer this ship in this wild season. And I really think he's done a really a, a great job. I have no complaints about him. Um, I know most Browns fans do. This they blame has been a hot him for the topic loss. this week on yeah. uh, radio. <clears throat> uh, how so? Uh, just like listening to uh, 92.3, I think every show, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, morning and afternoon, because the only time I get to listen, mm-hmm. going to work and leaving, is uh, talking about, do we thank Jacoby Brissett on Sunday? Once the game's done, once everyone leaves, are we giving Jacoby a standing ovation? And I am the firm believer that we are. I think we're not... We, we haven't lost those games because of Jacoby. Not at all. Those games were close because of him. It's our defense that let Jacoby down. I think they need to owe him an apology at the end of the game. He had, and, and I, I've seen this more and more as the, the last couple of weeks, especially, and they were a couple of ugly, ugly losses. Um, I, I think Jacoby Brissett is extremely limited. Cheers, Chipper. Cheers. I love um, the Browns fans are stupid thing. Thanks for remembering they, that. Too. They need to remember. I mean, honestly, that's that's perfect for them. They need to be reminded daily and weekly. Well, the afternoon show literally said the same thing. I was, I was laughing driving home today. Uh, Nick Wilson, mm-hmm. afternoon. He literally said, I cannot believe these Browns fans. Yeah. Some guy called in and said, I 100% blame Jacoby for losing those games. We had opportunity time to to drive down and get a field goal, and he failed us. He threw interceptions. And, and Nick Wilson's like, so we're going to forget about the fact that defense gave up so many points and we're just going to put it on Jacoby. Okay. You're a fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> he exactly. Mike, Mike hit it on the head right there. <clears throat> Jacoby Brissett is exactly what you saw this year at its best. That what we got out of him, what Kevin Stefanski more so got out of him is the best football Jacoby Brissett will ever play. Absolutely. And Browns fans are still mad about that. Even though he was brought in just to be a placeholder until Mr. Deshaun Watson comes back next right. week. We all knew that. They weren't going to invest a ton of money to Jimmy Garoppolo, who's a decent quarterback, but you're not going to overpay for a guy like that. You gave Jacoby Brissett a decent contract just to fill the gap. They went in knowing 
what Jacoby Brissett is. Kevin Stefanski, again, got the best out of him. He got the best out of Baker Mayfield. Hopefully, he can get the best out of Deshaun Watson and continue this success. What makes me so excited is the fact that he's gotten the best out of two guys who are not great quarterbacks. No. And now you're bringing in a guy who is a great quarterback. I'm just... I'm. Just salivating at the the, the chance. I can't to wait to see do. what. That's what I try to tell people is look at. What's he, up, Robert? Yeah, what's up, man? Hopefully you uh, had a car for more than twenty four four hours this week, dude. He found they found they got his car. I know. I saw the video he posted he had today. Holes in it. Yeah, like shot from the side. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's kind of funny. Not funny, I guess. But I saw Not the video funny. today, and I immediately thought, "Oh my god, did he get another car stolen?" <laughs> like that was my first thought. Oh, I felt really bad. I'm like, Jesus, this is like a weekly thing. He needs to move if yes. this is just happening regularly. But it was the same car. But, um, but yeah, Jacoby Brissett, I just want to start the show off with a big thank you to him because, to me, he has done nothing to hurt the team. Those late interceptions were in games where the defense let us down. The late interception against the Jets should have never happened. Yeah, Defense should have won that game. The late interception against the Falcons should not have happened. Defense could not stop the run. Agreed. Why are we blaming Brissett for this? He is limited. And Miami and Buffalo figured that out. They were stacking the box. They were making Jacoby Brissett beat them. Miami, he had no shot. Buffalo, Jacoby Brissett had a career game almost. I mean, he threw for 350 yards, three touchdowns, looked fantastic, kept us in the game. Uh, but Buffalo took advantage. Even on those games where they're making him <clears throat> beat them, like, st you know, stacking the box and making Jacoby beat him, he's coming close. Like, he's actually, he's moving the ball. It's yeah. not like he's just doing dink and dunk plays. I mean, I've, in the last, at least the last three games, or actually it's two games since the bye week, I've seen Jacoby open up his arm more than I've ever seen him before in my life. Again, like he, he's putting that ball down the field. Stefanski is getting the absolute best out of him. Yeah. I, I think that speaks volumes to Kevin Stefanski and the people that hate him. And again, he's working with a backup quarterback. I, I know Browns fans don't want to hear this, but the front office, they they purposely went after Deshaun Watson, knowing our season's in jeopardy then because they don't know how long a suspension's going right. to be. They were obviously holding out hope it was going to be six games, four games, whatever. Turned out to be 11. Sure. You have to deal with that. You've made this investment. You're moving forward with a, what, 25-year-old, I think, Deshaun Watson is, something like that, 26, whatever. He's still really young for the for NFL standards. You're you're rolling with a very young franchise quarterback. Very healthy, meaning he hasn't played in two years. Yeah. He doesn't have the miles on his tires. He's, yep. he, so we can get, we're going to get extra time out of and this And the last guy. time this guy was on the field, he put up career numbers. He's very well relaxed. Dude. Yep. And, and, and for the people out there, this is, again, Browns fans are stupid. You guys need to, I have to bash you a little bit here. The bringing up the Houston Texans record in 2020, the last time Deshaun Watson played, you're a fucking idiot. You guys are stupid for doing that. Browns fans are stupid. You're very stupid. Wins and losses are not a quarterback stat. Deshaun Watson's stats are stats we, we've never seen in a Browns uniform from that season. Yes, they won four games because that team was shit. If you guys know anything about football, if you watch any other games outside of the city of Cleveland, you would know that was the year the Houston Texans got rid of everybody. They got rid of J.J. Watt. They got rid of uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Yep. Uh, Bill O'Brien was on the way out of the out of Houston. He was about to get fired. He was the Bill GM. Bill O'Brien was literally wedding Houston on fire and just saying, <clears throat> yeah. here's what you can get for this. He year. was Everyone burning goes. it down, and Deshaun Watson said, fuck this. I don't want to be a part of this. If this guy's going to tank it, I want to yep. win. So he said, I want traded or I'm not playing, and they just let him sit for the year. Yep. So I take that back. So it was 2019 was his last great year. Yeah, so he sat in 2020. And now I think that no. was the year that J.J. Uh, uh, Watt had apologized to him. No, it was 19. It was 19. Are you sure? Yeah, because yeah. of COVID year, he didn't. I mean, there was really. I thought he played the COVID year, and then he sat out 2021, and then now it's 2022, and he's suspended. He only missed one full season. Maybe it was a COVID year. So, yeah, it was COVID year. Either way, career stats. If only we had a googly device to tell us the truth. Here. And, yeah, 
you have guys like J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. They all wanted out of Houston, too. Nobody batted an eye. J.J. Yeah. Watt was the face of the Texans for yeah. how long? And he's like, guys, I got to go. They caught him, and he fucking and, bounced. And he it. saw the greatness in, in, <clears throat> in Watson and said, yeah. look, we're, we're, we're holding this kid back. Yeah. Like, we're sorry. I'm sorry. Like, we're sorry we, did, we could not do it for you. You're wasting talent, and that's what happens in Cleveland. And, and I'll be so honest. they addressed it. I'm scared, too, to have Watson because our defense is fucking trash right now. Like, we can't we – can't, Get out of a wet paper bag. They open a paper bag right now, but there you go. Brown bag. In it. Uh, Brown bag. I'm in not it. getting paid by any beer company, so we're not showing yeah, logos. That's why I have nothing on this. It's just a clear liquid. That's all it is. Um, uh, by by the way, ad ad futures. Anybody wants to sponsor us? <clears throat> we'll definitely drink on the air if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, if you own a bar or a brewery or anything like that, please let your friends know. We are more than happy to support you on the show. But I feel bad him coming back. I'm hoping the defense, like I want him coming back, lights a fire under our team. And gets him motivated because our defense is so lackluster right now. I know Miles called him out last week and kind of said some of the like backhanded whatever comp not compliments but insults he threw throughout there and Stefanski, of course, brushing on the rug. Um, but there's some serious issues going on on the defensive side. There's a lot of people who probably just fed up and 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 don't know what to do or how to react or what we should be doing. But I don't understand our defense. This is not the defense from last year. There's not many changes. I understand. I understand where we lost. A leader in Walker. We lost some people on defense that are key players, but I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Um, a little bit of everything that you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of pulled the wool over our own eyes. We got bamboozled by the defense. We really thought they were going to be great. Yeah. Um, because when you they really, were top five last year, they were they were great. When you look at them now, though, uh, defensive tackle, we lost both of the crazy people that we used to have here. Yeah. Um, we are replacing them with Jordan Elliott with Tommy Togiai. And they're grading worse than the NFL. Yep. Uh, Jadavian Clowney has been pretty much a ghost this year. He had a couple good plays on Sunday. <clears throat> but other than that, he was a ghost. Um, a guy known his, for run stoppage. His age is, I think his age is caught up to him. He's no longer the force that he once was. Because he's a guy who you've barely seen this year. Yeah. So the defensive line essentially is Miles Garrett against the whole offensive line. Right. He's by himself. Um In terms of depth on the edge, they got, you know, Taven Bryan. They got, they didn't get anybody really that good. And then you look at the linebacker situation, and as you said, you lost Walker. That's a huge loss. Yeah. He was the captain of the defense. He was making tackles. He was telling everybody where to be. I think his loss is huge. Um, Did he just sign a one-year deal with us this year? I think so, yeah. We had him on a one-year deal last year. He wanted to come back another one-year deal. Uh, then you lose Jordan uh, Phillips again, the linebacker. Uh, Miles ain't going anywhere. Yeah, Miles isn't going anywhere. Miles is more than – again, Chipper, everyone's frustrated right now on the Browns because of the losing for sure. but. You now have your franchise quarterback coming in into in, in in one game after one game, <clears throat> and I think everybody's more than excited for Deshaun Watson to be here, and they, they have no intentions of leaving. Um, but then you lose uh, Jordan Phillips, the linebacker, and then you're now out there with guys that we've never heard of. Right? It's uh, Sione Takitaki starting. He's playing well. He's making a couple plays, but he still is not very good. He can't he can't fill a hole properly as a linebacker. He's still our run defense. How many touchdowns have we given up now where a running back doesn't even get touched by a defender? That's Taki Taki. You got a guy who over pursues. When he makes a play, great. But when he misses, he misses badly. Same with JOK. JOK, when he makes a great play and cuts around and goes untouched, looks like a ghost, phenomenal. Then there's a play where you hand it off to Devin Singletary and he runs 25 yards and the burnt defense looks at each other going, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Do you think since Ward got paid, he's kind of been playing lackluster too? No, I mean, I think it's our scheme. If you notice, whenever we give up stuff, it's not it's not guys getting burned one-on-one. -on -one. It's somebody being wide open and going, why wasn't Ward covering him? And to us, watching from TV, it's easy to look at that and go, Ward fucked up. He's getting burned. He's a waste of money. Yeah. 
in reality, it could just be we're in a zone and they tell Denzel Ward, stay here. The, def- the offensive players finds the hole wide open. That's just defensive scheming. So you think so everything's leading to what we all believe. Joe Woods. We all believe is going to yeah. happen, right? He's not coming back next year. No, I think Joe Woods is getting fired. I think Mike Prefort's getting fired. We're, we're going um, after a a man coverage defensive minded person, right? I mean, ideally, if they keep losing, uh, I know it's kind of early to predict future coordinators. Um, I would take Joe Staley, the head coach of the uh, Chargers. They they suck. They keep losing. If he gets fired, I would take him as the DC Wade in a heartbeat. Is out there right now. Uh, a little old. Um, I would rather have Brian Flores <laughs> because I mean Pittsburgh stinks. You could Brian Flores is right now the it's linebacker a coach. It's a promotion. So you you offer him the job as linebacker coach slash defensive coordinator or defensive coordinator slash assistant head coach, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and that's a promotion. The Steelers can't block it. <clears throat> I also would like I forgot his name off the top of my head. It's a, it's a tongue twister. The defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, is probably going to be getting fired. That whole regime is done in Denver. If he if he's let go by the next head coach, I would take him in a heartbeat. Denver yeah. has a great defense. Uh, truly one of the best in the NFL. But, and he's a guy who's gone on record and said, I am not here to fit players into my system. I am to make a system to fit my players. So he's a good coaches or players coach. So yeah, we all, we both agree though, that, that it no, has, Joe to Woods has to go. And that's, that's the big thing. And I think Kevin Stefanski kind of hinted to that. There were a lot of interviews this week and Stefanski seemed pissed. People were like, what's going on? What, you know, everyone's obviously disappointed. And, and they're like, why aren't you making moves at coaching? And he's like, my focus right now is, we're trying to win games and correct things like that's my main focus which makes me think he's basically letting them know i understand these guys are bad there's not much we can do right now i'll have to let them go in the offseason because i mean letting uh joe woods go in the middle of the season is not going to do much you're not going to find somebody out there you're you're basically going to be promoting a linebackers coach to uh, a defensive coordinator or you're going to be putting that stress on stefanski who's already trying to run the offense we have one guy on the staff if i'm not mistaken i think he is the linebackers coach who was a defensive coordinator. Right. That's it, one person. But you're, you're basically abandoning a situation to the end yeah. of the year. So what's the point in doing that? I think exactly. I think the writing's in the wall for everybody. For people at home, it, it's like Madden. It's easy. You could fire your head coach in Madden or your coordinators to get somebody else. You're not going to notice it. In real life, changing play designs, changing schemes, making yeah. sure guys understand what the, the, the verbiage is, that's hard. Yeah. It's really fucking hard. That's we, why we definitely need somebody to come in and fit a scheme to the players we have. Yeah. And a lot of our players we have are man coverage p- people. How many times you see a player get traded and it usually takes two or three weeks for them to finally start fitting in? Cause it takes a long time to learn yeah. an NFL system. Sure. So I think it's too late. In the, I also think the Browns realize too, they don't want to create controversy. Cause what if we do fire Joe Woods and some linebackers coach t- step, steps in, but behind the scenes, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski are already interviewing future defensive coordinators and the defense goes lights out. Then you get a Freddie Kitchen situation where maybe they go, fuck, maybe we have to hire this guy full-time because we had success. Next year, we stink again because reality set in. Pittsburgh they don't, started it. They don't want that ever. situation, so they're going, <laughs> fuck it. Let this ride out. Let the, sit, the, the, the ship sink. We know what we have next year with Watson, with Stefanski going forward. This year, unfortunately, was a bust. Yep. They wanted to float, tread water, just to get Watson back. Didn't happen. It is what it is. And... Quick one, while you can throw up the Bills-Browns recap, let's recap that here. Thank you, Jacoby, though. I just wanted to get him to start the show off. Absolutely. Thanksgiving, and he's wearing, looks like a Thanksgiving outfit, kind of, with the pants. Um, one thing I wanted to say, though, about this game, this is this is my, I, I, I lost my temper a little bit on Sunday, as you never, saw. I've never seen you lose your yeah. temper before. Uh, there's a beer burp. Um, <laughs> so I lost my temper a little bit because there were fans. Oh, is this a Facebook shit? Okay. Yeah, there were yeah. people after we went for it on third and one and then fourth and one. Hear me out. 
there are fans shitting on Stefanski for that, saying, what the hell was he thinking running the same play twice? Up until that point, fun facts for everybody, the Browns on third and one were six for six with a QB sneak on third and one. With a QB sneak on fourth and one, we were six of seven. So we were like 95%, give or take, getting these first downs. So we went for it twice. The odds of us not getting it were less than 5%. And they went for it. And Browns fans are like, why would he do that? Meanwhile, you look at those numbers. Look at how fucking successful that play was. That's why we did it. Chipper Chipper again. I don't understand your beef with a white claw. It has the same alcohol content. Are you against flavor? I don't really understand why people shit on white claws. It's not like it's 1% alcohol. I and mean, it's not a wine cooler, unless that's what the WC stands for. He meant wine cooler. Well, he meant white claw for sure. I know, but I don't understand it. I could drink anything. I, Chipper, I will outdrink you in any beverage of your choosing. Except for like whiskeys and shit. That's just disgusting. I need Challenge stuff with good flavor. Accepted. I told him that before. He knows where I stand. Um, But yeah. What's the difference? You drink a white claw, you drink a beer. One tastes really good. The other one tastes good on a certain day, too. Who cares? I can't I can't get bad white claws. I'm sorry. I to, you don't like, like the like the, the I don't I hate the, I hate the, the carbonation. The carbonation yeah. to it. For me, I don't mind. I like the fruitiness. It's all yeah. right. Um but, but yeah, anyway, no, I mean, so it's funny because I saw your I saw your Facebook message and we talked about this. You weren't gonna defend Stefanski the rest of the year. Well, it's because fans don't understand that this is what I explained to people in, in the comments. They just said take the points. So later in that same game, <laughs> so certain somebody said, take the ball. We got went it. for it or we went for a field goal on fourth down and the, the kick got blocked. How many times this year have we gotten a field goal blocked? Has, has, you know, uh, York missed it. It was a trajectory. He didn't hear the Stefanski uh, interview. He's like, I mean, I he's not wrong. It, York's trajectory is super low. Like there's no reason this to get these things blocked spot on in college. He comes to NFL. Yeah. He can't do shit. I don't know if it's because he faces smaller people in college. I really don't understand it, but his trajectory, I mean, he keeps getting balls blocked. But still, I can't read uh, these comments. Money right? says uh, Christmas party is December sixteenth. We can make this happen. Oh, drinking! <laughs> oh, chipper! I forgot about that. Where's the uh, party at? I'll drink. Uh, I'll drink white claws. Um, I believe it's scorchers. Mm. Scorchers. Where the fuck is scorchers? That's right. I think Dave was telling Bedford. me about that. Scorchers. Bedford. That's a, I don't make, know where Bedford is. Can honestly, make it a further drive, please. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Were there no uh, establishments available in Columbus, Dave? Possibly yeah. something a little further away. <laughs> just, just curious. Make it um, harder for us to get home. But all seriousness, though, it's funny because we go for it on fourth down. Don't yeah. get it. Everyone says, take the points, Stefanski. Then we have another fourth down. We kick the field goal. Gets blocked. How many times does it happen this year? Maybe, and just maybe, for you fans watching at home, maybe Kevin Stefanski understands that our special teams kind of sucks ass. And taking the points isn't as easy as you may think. So that's why we go for it every once in a while. That can't be. Yeah, yeah that, that can't, can't be the be. case. Because be. obviously, when you watch the games, you see how automatic our field goals are, and our special teams unit is just superior to everybody else's in the NFL. All I know is in the offseason, that motherfucker better be out there kicking every goddamn day until next year. I just don't get how we get them blocked so often. It's like unheard of. Is it, is it a blocking issue? I like, mean, this we... one, it looked like Charlie Hewlett just got destroyed after he snapped the ball. They just they crushed the, the center. So, and there's so, it's, a, so it's, a, it's a blockage issue. So we're not... For we're me, not... It's yeah, it's it's a I'll just say a formation issue yeah. for our field goals because this happens too often to not be a fluke. This is now a consistent problem we have with field goals, field goals getting kicked. So for the take the points crowd at home, when the fuck are three points easy for the Browns? Can he can he take a step back further? Is he allowed to? Yeah, I mean, I think I think 
you're allowed to go back if you want. You can step back as far as you want to. Yeah, I as mean, long as the ball's still on the line of scrimmage. If you yeah. can get a long snapper that can shoot it back ten yards, all yeah. more power too. Yeah, yeah, as long as the ball's the same area where they have to like hike it, you can step you can step wherever you want to. But now you're adding yardage to his kick. Right. So I mean, but he kicks the long ball anyway. I mean, he does. I've seen him hit one long ball this year. However, though, the problem with that, Tim, is the further back you go, the lower the trajectory actually has to be. Which means the chance. Which means of his odds of getting blocked go up. Yeah, it does. It it's a lose lose. We're just we're Browns fans, dude. We're fucked. Yeah, we we can't. There's there's no helping this. But in all seriousness, though, for all the people that just yell take the points and blah blah blah, he he tried. As you can see, he tried to take the points last week, and we are we were working with a fourth string. Offensive lineman who would who's not a center on on Sunday against the Bills. Yes, I know at home because you're sitting there watching on your couch. You go, well, just don't run the ball then, because you got a backup in. It's simple. Well, we're we're clearly a bunch of good coaches. We're right yeah. at home. Like I can I can call a better like, play. Why would you run a quarterback sneak there when you have a backup center in? You should hand the ball to Chubb. You realize that the center has to do the same fucking thing when Nick Chubb gets the ball. How he many, can't block for a quarterback did, sneak. How many yards did Chubb have on Sunday? Nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. How many I'm yards like, did Hunt have on Sunday? Thirty-five. Like, yeah, I was gonna say twenty something. It's that's that's where our running game was on Sunday. Defenses again are doing what they can to stop the run because they know Jacoby Brissett is a limited quarterback and yep. cannot beat them. That is exactly what we're watching now. And I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again: Deshaun Watson prevents defenses from doing that uh, there we go well he also runs too so well he can run but they also have to respect his arm so they can't stack the box so you open up everything that's going to mean that's going to mean nick chubb's going to now get holes again kareem hunt's going to get screen plays you're going to see rpo action with this team shit's about to get really exciting if you're a browns fan everyone's so fucking down i understand that losing sucks we're three and seven kevin Stefanski is hands down the best coach we've seen in our lifetime just guys be patient. It's not true. Bill Belichick was around. For Be a time. little patient. Yeah, his tenure in Cleveland didn't go that well, so I'm, <laughs> I'm holding him to that. Um, but Browns fans, just take a breath. It sucks. But this is like this is like the Thanos. You want the stone? You got to make a sacrifice. We had to sacrifice this season. Wow, nerd reference. For future success. I love Thanos. He's like, these are my favorite characters in anything because he just wanted to destroy it all. All I love the villains. That. All the villains. I love villains, love. honestly. That's like my <laughs> shit. The guys that are like, have you ever like really met people in the world? It, you're kind of like, I get why these guys want to destroy this shit. I, I feel for them. Thanos is probably my favorite antagonist. He's a badass, dude. Him, I love the Night King. The Night King just wanted to turn everyone into a zombie and fucking freeze everything. What a great concept. Don't you sometimes when you leave the house, just look around. Like, you ever pull into a Walmart parking lot and it's crowded and you're like, I wish half these people were fucking dead. And you're like, come on, Thanos. Why can't you be real? Yeah, this the snap is true. You're right. Just this open up the parking lot a little bit. That's all I'm asking for. Why do I have to wait in a self-checkout line? This is ridiculous. Thanos, get that stone. But uh, honestly, though, to get that stone, you have to make a sacrifice. The Browns had to sacrifice this season for the success they are hoping to have with Deshaun Watson. And what I've seen with Kevin Stefanski, with Baker Mayfield, with Case Keenum, with that other guy that played quarterback last year, and I can never remember, Nick Mullins. There it is. I, oh, I got it. I got, got it. it. Look at me. Time. And now with Jacoby Brissett. Alcohol, even, the memory saver. And the real funny thing, too, is <laughs> fans forget this. Remember in the preseason, they wanted Josh Dobbs to start over Jacoby yes. Brissett? Oh, my God. Which I won't even hold that against Browns fans for being stupid and wanting a guy who threw like 12 career passes because to start why? for us. Browns fans because Browns stupid. fans are stupid. I won't hold that against them, though. All I can say is, who made Josh Dobbs look so good in the preseason? People were arguing that he should be starting. Uh, Kevin Stefanski. So according to Browns fans, we basically have three quarterbacks on the roster that they want to start 
because of how good Kevin Stefanski is. Uh, George, give me photon torpedoes for my work van. I will get rid of some of the stupid drivers. George, honestly, I appreciate that. Please, by all means. If you can somehow you strap can. photon like like things to your van, I would love to see that. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that, but if you can, by all means, I'm Just not. Let me know yet. and I will watch. All right, can we can we stop talking about sad stuff and get on to fun stuff? There was nothing fun that happens in Cleveland, but quick, we'll finish the recap of the Bills Browns game. Um, they lost. They lost. It. it <laughs> they looked good for the first ten minutes, and then the wheels fell off. Um, but again, missed opportunities. Jacoby Brissett threw really good balls. Harrison Bryant dropped it. Farrell Brown dropped a touchdown. Uh, the missed field goal by Kate York late really hurt the comeback. Uh, the missed two-point conversion, which is another thing, because we didn't get it, fans go, that was a dumb decision to go for it there by Stefanski. Well, our defense actually did hold uh, Diggs to, what, one catch in the first half? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it was it was a touchdown. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I yeah, get no, no, it. I but I mean, they, yeah. but normally he's he goes off for, he's, a, he's like an 8-9 reception. He had... He he gets the most targets, and I think he's yeah. averaging the most catches. Yeah. And yeah, so the Browns... we, we slowed him down. A little. We had a plan for it. We executed kind of that yeah. plan. So I give him credit for that. But this is where I'm by no means am I putting the loss on Jacoby Brissett. But that's kind of what happened. Was Josh Allen for whatever reason? I don't know if it's because of his injury. Maybe the Browns' defense was really playing well. Yeah. I honestly don't know what the cause was for Josh Allen to look the way he looked on Sunday. I'm okay with it though. But uh, on the flip side, the Bills just figured out how to slow down Jacoby Brissett enough. That's why we missed the touchdown in the end, you know, the second drive. Uh, unfortunately, obviously, Ethan Pochick uh, got hurt. We had to bring in Froholt or whatever you say his last name. Freud or whatever. He oh, my God. Ken Carter said so perfect. He fumbled the snap. I mean, that's a huge momentum killer because we, we turned the ball over when we were moving. The offense was moving. But again, everyone wants to blame Stefanski. Yeah. Center gets hurt. We throw in a makeshift guy, fumbles a snap, turnover. Stefanski's fault. It's all Stefanski. Um, I think Stefanski should go out there and hike the ball now. I, we might be better off because Froholt looked like ass. Uh, one good thing, though, the Browns, I forgot his name off the top of my head. It wasn't really relevant of, of writing down, but we did sign a center, and this center happened to be with the Houston Texans when a Mr. Deshaun Watson was there. Oh. And as soon as the Browns tweeted out that they actually that they signed this guy off a practice squad, Deshaun Watson liked the tweet. He's all fired up. Yep. He gets a familiar center to work with. A familiar butthole to put his hand in. Hey, sometimes you got to stick your hand near a familiar hole and you're going to feel better. And you're going to feel your old so self. Fans are so pissed. They tried to destroy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You saw the guy who uh, hijacked the golf cart? Two things about that. I was oh. going to talk about that. Oh, okay. uh, first one, do we know it was a fan? Everyone just keeps saying a fan destroyed the stadium. Who do you think it was? Probably some fucking crazy person. Well, he could still be a fan of the Browns. He could be. But do you really think some guy got in a golf cart and was like, I'm so fucking mad that we couldn't make a field goal. And he's just tearing up it like tearing yes. up the grass like it's a fucking green. Yes. They're playing Mario and then, Kart out there. Yeah, this was really, I couldn't fucking believe this. I, I wanted to tweet this, but I didn't want to spoil it. ESPN 850. I don't know why I listen to this and do this to myself. Why do you do that? No, ESPN 850. We're trying to blame Kevin Stefanski for the, and the front office for the fan destroying the field. How? How? What were the connections? They, there was no connection. It was just do you, this stuff doesn't happen if you don't have discipline with your team. This stuff doesn't happen to disciplined <laughs> teams. It was, it was a fucking fan. How the hell is Stefanski? Does he also I mean, have a fucking security at the stadium? There's so many questions that come up to this. Like, okay, who was watching? Like, how did they get in? One, two. Where were the security guards? Right. How did he know to go to get this golf cart? Like, he had to know the stadium pretty well to get to it. Oh, this is 9-11 2.0. Oh, yeah, this conspiracy. is an inside job. Here so, we go. So, so he had to know where to go. Had to know where to get the key to get to the golf cart going out there. So he had to know the background of the stadium. So this is, I 100% believe it's inside. Um, I think it was Johnny Manziel. I mean, more than likely, probably a uh, disgruntled employee. 
maybe maybe check did somebody just recently get fired sure you know was it maybe perry and winfrey because he's kind of fucking crazy and he's off his meds i'm more than likely he's been on a healthy scratch the last two weeks maybe he's out there it's the most action he's got on and that was another one so this this kind of led into that discipline thing so the reason they 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 bitched about the front office and stefanski is because perry and winfrey apparently after the game somebody uh tweeted something or posted a video or a clip or whatever of them on a rant about stefanski and like how basically he should be fired whatever liked it and Perry and Winfrey liked the tweet. Uh, of course he did. And that made news. And the other thing that they're bitching about on 850, they're saying that there's Stefanski doesn't discipline There anybody. are better stations to listen to, buddy. Yeah, are there though? I, I mean, mean, I only listen to Ken, I only listen to Ken Carmen in the And morning. he's off at 10 o'clock. And then it's then it's two old men, the two old guys from the Muppets balcony. I can't listen to them. And I only listen to Nick Wilson for like an hour, but I think they're better than what 850 produces, though. I find Riz sometimes entertaining. I, I did you hear Riz's rant yesterday? Uh, he does that shit. It's so phony. They 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 love making those try to go viral. Yeah, it's just, it's so phony. His are his yelling. You think a guy who's covered sports for this long would actually understand sports? And if his if his rants are sincere, that's a wasted life. Like that's a dude who spent fifty plus years in in, in sports media to then sound like a fucking idiot every time he yeah. talks about sports. It was I just I I can't listen to him and 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 take um take them serious. I love the way George said that. Like. It's it's like a double entendre. He got serious about sports, <laughs> but well, he also got great serious. Great George. Yeah, that was really nice. I like that. Uh, I have serious also. I just like hearing about local stuff. Like I I don't really care about other teams. And there's not local. I mean, they'll cover the Browns, but for the most part, it's going to be everything you'll hear on like ESPN. Yeah. So I like listening to local. Uh, that's just me personally, though. But but yeah. So Perry and Winfrey they they were bitching about that and basically saying that there's no discipline in Cleveland because Perry and Winfrey should have been cut already because he's a troublemaker. And it's like. What do you mean there's no discipline? The guy literally is a, a third-round draft pick. They make, or fourth-round, whatever. They make inactive every week. That's discipline. When does, a guy Does he is healthy, make it to next year? Like, I mean, I, at this point... I think he's going to have to have a come-to-Jesus moment in the offseason and figure some shit out. I think he's honestly going to be... He might come into training camp and be immediately on the bubble. Yeah, I just don't but, understand. Such a talented player. And just, that's the thing. They keep saying that there's no discipline. If there was no discipline, Perry and Winfrey would be playing every week, even though he's doing all this right, dumb shit right, off the field. Right. The discipline is you have a healthy third or fourth round pick, whatever the fuck, I don't remember. And the Browns are literally saying, stand on the sidelines in your fucking street clothes. Or with this game, they obviously didn't even let him come because he was tweeting during the home ga whole game. So they probably told him, stay home. You're not even fucking wanted. And they're going, there's no discipline. This team doesn't discipline anybody. Right. Yeah, no, like, they definitely. What else can you do people. aside yeah. from cutting a draft pick, which most teams don't do this early unless they do something egregious? That's discipline. Yeah, discipline. Uh, yeah, the Browns lost an ugly one. Um, for a little bit, kind of looked like they had it. Defense looked good for the first half. Offense looked good for the first quarter, and then the wheels fell off for a little bit. And the run game was non-existent. Jacoby Brissett truthfully kept us in that game with his arm. Two touchdowns to Amari Cooper. One touchdown first of the year to Donovan Peoples-Jones in his hometown of Detroit. That was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool moment. Yeah. Um, and that, that's another thing, too, with this offense. I think a lot of fans don't realize is a lot of times, look at some passes Jacoby Brissett makes where Donovan Peoples-Jones smokes somebody, has to stop and catch the ball and wait for the defender in the ball. Like a basket catch from behind, yeah. Deshaun Watson's going to hit him in stride. I, I hope said so. it before. I hope Donovan so. Peoples-Jones is going to be able to catch a ball and fucking go. It's going to be nice, people. Be excited. Again, three and seven. I get it. It sucks. You better we hope, should have won you more hope games. we don't shit the bed against the Texans now. We shouldn't. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> Spoiler alert for what we're going to talk about. They already benched Davis Mills. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. They made it official today. <laughs> so it, they're, this, that's why this episode is called The Bench, because so many fucking people got benched. It's, it's insane. We'll talk about it all. Uh, but the Browns lost again. I mean, 
what else do you want me to say? We're playing with a backup quarterback. We're playing with a fourth string center. We're playing with backup linebackers. We're playing with the worst rated pro football focused defensive tackles in the NFL. Jadavian Clowney officially looks like an old man. Um, I, I really have nothing else to say. So Teams it's not to figure okay. this out. So it's not okay that I named the show the starting five? The starting five? Who's the starting five? What am I, I missing? I don't know. It's just, you said the bench. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad, Tim. I'm sorry. I thought you were serious. I was like, wait, what did, what did I say about the starting five? Damn I'm missing it, it, Tim. Learn how to tell jokes. The joke went over my head. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me and Tim. We had a miscommunication there. I didn't know he was making a joke. I thought he was serious. I'm like, huh? <laughs> anyway. He was about to lose his temper over here, Tim. You better watch out. You're no, going I'm, on the list. I'm calm now. Angry two times as, Je- as Jericho Jonah. said. Tim, You're on the list. Tim fucked that joke up. And, oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We will change sports to a team that's actually playing with a little bit of heart and a little bit of consistency. And that oh, is the, the swing set team, the back and forth. Cleveland Cavaliers. The pendulum keeps going. They are currently in a 21 to 21 tie against the Portland Trailblazers with a minute 51 left at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Dave is there giving us live updates. At least he was. But, uh, Four game winning streak. They're back on it. Um, and uh, Mitchell's and all the players' minutes have gone down a little bit. Yep, JB's kind of learning a little bit. It seems like uh, I like to think that I'm going to cross off that losing streak they were on because of a West Coast trip. Yeah, let's look at it that way. Let's look at it. It's early. I mean, two weeks into the season, give or take, and they're already on this West Coast trip in LA for back to back games in Golden State. So you're in California and Sacramento. You're in California for over a week, which is a beautiful state. I'm sure these young guys probably weren't paying attention. Um, a lot of times teams go to Miami and they call it the Miami flu because the night before a game, everyone wants to go out clubbing, trying to fuck some hot Cubans or whatever. And then the next day they're all hung over and they can't play the game. And there's a lot of Cubans on there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, legally and illegally. Yes. Yeah. Hey, they don't, they don't ask for green cards when they're taking them back to their hotel room. Hopefully they're looking for IDs cause that'll get you into a lot of trouble, <laughs> but green cards, we don't give a shit about that. Um, but yeah, the Cavs are back winning. Uh, they beat the, I mean, it was a horrible win, if I'm being honest, against the Hornets on Friday night. That was the ugliest win I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I looked up, I'm like, oh, we're winning by 15. Okay, cool. They look up again, I'm like, why are we in overtime right now? I went to Tim's comedy show and it ended, and I'm like, all right, I'll stick around, have a drink, talk to everybody. So I did. And same thing, I look at the score, I'm like, Cavs are up by like 14. And all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, I'll finish this drink, we'll go home. I look back up, like, wait, how are we only up by three? Yeah. With like, t- Four, five seconds to go or whatever. And then fucking Terry Rozier hits another three, ties the game. And I'm like, this game's going to overtime. We were just up by double yeah, digits a yeah, minute I ago. I don't, a coral, man. And yeah, he stinks. Uh, I, of course, was watching that game up at Lucy's Seafood Steak and Shenanigans. And you can uh, check them out any day of the week. Man. Well, I think they're only open Wednesday through Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. But with that being said, go to Lucy's. They're located at 2218 Broadview Road, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Michelle and the staff at Lucy's are always committed to giving their guests the best experience. Join them every Friday night for karaoke. And of course, all your hometown sports games, give them a call at 216-675-0013. That was a good transition. That was actually an amazing transition. Thank you. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> blockages earlier. I was going to try to transition myself into blockages because, you know, blockage and Smith's drain service kind of go hand in hand, but I figured we'd talk more about the Browns. Uh, but yeah, Smith's drain service is your local drain clean expert specializing in main sewer lines, bathtubs, laundry lines, septic lines, kitchen sinks, my bathroom, your bathroom, everyone's bathroom downspouts, and so many more. Family-owned and operated. You want to give Smith's Drain Service a call today at 440-242-8704, and they will get you cleaned out. Uh, a few Saturdays from now, I forgot the exact date, in December, I will be live at Dynatech. I think uh, you were invited. Are December you, 3rd. 
December 3rd. Okay, were you planning on going? What time on December 3rd? I think it's like nine to noon or something like that. It's an early one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I figured it'd be there. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I accept it on behalf of me. Kyle's obviously more than welcome. This is just going to be a red line thing. It's not a talking about balls thing. Yeah, I'll be there. So check them out. Dynatech. They are tested by many satisfied customers. They have diamond saw blades that are the fastest cutting and longest lasting their satisfaction. Customer satisfaction is how they measure success. Engineers are always available to help you troubleshoot or solve a problem on your job site. They're the only saw blade company in Ohio recommended by the paving marking manufacturing industry. Located in Elyria, Ohio, Dynatech is committed to being the top diamond saw blade company around the world. Their products include saw blades, abrasive blades, pavement marking blades, core drill rigs, core drill bits, high-speed gas saws, masonry saws, walk-behind saws, tile saws, and other construction equipment. Give them a call, 1-800-446-9001, or visit their website, Dynatech.com, D-Y-N-A-T-E-C-H.com. I think we need a longer ad read for that one, by the way. Yeah, it's like a, it's like half my page. Dynatech. I'm like getting winded. I'm like, shit, I didn't, I didn't time this one out right. <laughs> so uh, certain companies use saw blades, mostly construction companies, and I'm not sure if they do or not, but I'm, I'm sure Wiggins Construction Home Improvement want the best saw blades when they're doing their home improvements. Uh, they do residential and commercial bathrooms, kitchens, windows, door sidings, and much more. Give Will a call today, four four zero seven three one seven six five four. And as Lee loves to say, tell them that Team Redline sent you. Um. Yeah. yeah, do that. Oh, sorry, I got caught up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graber, is it is it Graber Machine and Tool? Graber Machine and Tool. Gerber? Not the baby it's, food. It's spelled wrong. That's why I didn't know. It's literally spelled Graber. That's why I was like, that doesn't look right. It uh, is Graber. It's Graber. Oh, it is Graber? Okay, my bad. Graber is the official hotline sponsor of Redline Radio Studio One, which I was at on Friday with Lee's Money's Crazy Mind. Since 2004, <laughs> Graber Machine Tool Inc. has been providing manufacturing, coating of metals, and form products from Illyria. Located at 313 Clark Street. Give them a call, 440-322-3685. So I just saw that yesterday or two days ago, uh, Redline Radio got an award from a CRS Super Truck Series. Am I right, Tim? Yes, they did. Yes. So the CRS Super Truck Series, they are the premier race series of Redline Radio. I know earlier over the summer, I watched like a race or two that they had broadcast on Redline it's kind of cool to watch. I haven't seen trucks race in a long time. But you can view all the CRS truck replays right here on Redline Radio, Thursdays at 6 p.m. I believe that's during the race season. Uh, but if you're looking for sponsorship opportunities, uh, give Billy a call <laughs> at 216-217-5038. But it was kind of cool. I had to call that out because of the award that you guys got. I saw that lovely picture. Tim, your side angle is amazing. Mwah. Tim's amazing at every angle. Um, Growing Wings Adult Services is the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio 2. Growing Wings Adult Services has over seven years of experience taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa, 234-334-7547. You know who else works there at, uh, at Growing Wings? Who's that? That would be great. My man. My great. main man. Got to see him on Friday night. That was awesome. I was kind of bummed he didn't have a show on Friday night, but understandable because of all the things going on. So if you ever want to catch Grape on a normal Friday night, he's at 6 to 8 on uh, Perfect Timing <laughs> on Friday nights from Studio One. Right after him, you can find Money's Crazy Mind. He is from 8 to 10, also at Studio One. That's on Fridays. Real quick before you leave. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Grape because he just lost his father. Oh, oh Grape. I'm yeah, sorry yeah, to hear um, that, man. So I want to you know, send my condolences, man. Absolutely. Damn, Talking great, about balls, sorry, bud. we're with you, buddy, man. I, I apologize. I, I didn't know that. Well, not apologize, but I'm uh, sorry to hear that. So thoughts and prayers for Grape and his family. Definitely not an easy thing to go through. No, that's crazy. But the show must go on. And on Saturdays, the shows are always going on with 4th and 15 from 2 to 4 every once in a while, actually. Transition, I'll um, tell you. But uh, speaking of 4th and 15, I actually spoke with Ramel today. He messaged me. He's got a wrestling show coming up. I'll do a little quick plug for him. 
uh, just because that's the kind of people I am. It's Thanksgiving. It's all about giving and, and being thankful. And I, I Ramel's had us on plenty of times, so yeah. I'm going to hook him up. He has a wrestling show. I believe it is December 2nd. And if you go to um, to get tickets, type in the code DICE-K, and those tickets are going to get him money, or they're going to contribute towards him. I'm getting it right now. It is the Extreme Fight World Dojo Wars 3 at the NEO Sports Plant, Friday night, December 2nd. Tickets are going fast. Get yours again. Use the code DICE-K, and that's going to get... Uh, Make sure the ticket credit goes to Ramel. So do that for Ramel at 4th and 15. If you can't make that, at least check out their show. It's from 2 to 4 on Saturdays. Also on Saturdays, you have Comedy and Cocktails with Jen Jen. She was on with Grape a couple weeks ago. Funny as fuck. Check that out from 8.30 to 9.30. Then you have TMI, Too Much Information, from 10 to midnight, ending your Saturday. Sundays, you have Kevin Kwan, Professional and Professionals, 3 to 5. Medium Ratchet, 6 to 7. Sometimes you have Steel City Running Lates from 7-ish to 9 because they can't seem to ever start on time. Then you have Just Therapy with Sean Boyd. He was great on Friday night as well. Him and Tim killed it at that comedy show. Kudos to them. Uh, 7 to 9 on Mondays. As I was speaking of Tim Buck 2, he's on Tuesday night. Tim Buck Tuesdays, 6 to 8. Check him out. Studio One every week. Just great conversations. Tim can sit back and talk about anything. If you want to get give him a topic, he's more than happy to listen and riff on it. With can have us uh, leading in she vibes today from eight thirty to nine thirty. I thought we lost it for a second, um, <clears throat> but that's your lineup for. Or I'm sorry, I missed Thursdays. I skipped the whole fucking day of the week. We have um, Dub. He's starting in a couple of weeks. Shout out to him as well. When we were with Grape, he he's actually starting this week. Oh, he's starting this week. So we were making jokes about how his show was delayed, and like we're like, when the hell is this guy starting? He said he was dealing with alcohol addiction and going through rehabilitation. And I think he's all working through that. So good for him. Let's give him a shout out. His show starts this week. Check it out tomorrow. Um, After him, you have Lex Vegas Thursday night. And then also for the culture, you have Club Pizzle ending the night 9 to 10 at Studio One. Studio Two, you've got Money's Crazy Soundtrack in Broad Street South. Check it out. Redline Radio. That's a full week. It really is. It's a mouthful. That's what she said. Cavaliers now have a 10-point lead, by the way. So looking good there. Dub in his bitch like a tampon. My man. Dub? There he is. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Dub, man. That's What's awesome. Up, Thanks for checking in, man. Hell yeah. And congratulations on your on getting through that, man. That can't be easy. I couldn't imagine as we're drinking on air. It's like contradicting. Say, I, this is bad timing. I apologize. We're really fucking up this week. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get back into sports for everybody's listening pleasure. We just uh, we like to do our ad reads and shit like that. Uh, Cavaliers are playing well. They're again up, up 10 right now. And now we're going to recap week. Week 10. No, 11. week 11. I got it right this time. Damn, I wrote it wrong. I wrote it wrong. My bad. It's right on my paper. Oh, you don't make mistakes, right? No, not at all. I don't. If you look, I, I mean, recap week 11. So that's <laughs> it's for the actual show. Totally fine. Um, I can't read the comments. It was, I'm sorry. An, it was an ugly week 11. I will say that. A lot of very close games, weird football. Not, yeah. It was just weird. Yeah. And I mean, on top of that, you had. How about them Falcons? Yeah. How about them Falcons? You have the Falcons. You had um, the, the punt return. For the, the Patriots, yeah, uh, ugly, ugly three to three game, and the Patriots return a field or a, a punt for a touchdown as time expires. Mm-hmm. Game over. Lo and behold, Mister Zach Shitty Wilson, who I've hated on since the beginning of his his tenure in the NFL, benched. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's for good, or do you think this is just a quick little? We're going to teach him a lesson. I don't know how, as a team, you bench him. The number two overall pick, you're going, hey, you kind of suck. We're going to bench you. You're going into a game where you're favored by four and a half points. 
you're going to bench him and there's no, I don't I don't think there's any coming back from that. Maybe maybe next year, but I think you're going to ride out with what you have the rest of the year. I also think that the best part is they benched him and normally when you bench a star quarterback or not not even bench because that doesn't happen. When a star quarterback misses a game, we're using star lately here, I guess. What's up? You're using the word star lately. No, no, that's you'll understand where okay, I'm going okay, with this. Okay. When you bench a good quarterback or a good quarterback misses a game, the spread changes in Vegas. Zach Wilson got benched. Nothing spread changed. did not change Still at four all. And a half. That's saying a lot. Yeah. That that's... says everything about a quarterback. And you know who what will change it? When the Bears officially announce that Justin Fields isn't playing. Yeah. Which is looking more and more like that's not going to happen. Fifth leading rusher in the NFL, by the way. Killing it. Killing, my, killing it for my fantasy team. I he's, love it. He's not even, I think he's like maybe uh, 50 yards behind Chubb right now. Yeah, he's right there, which it's is insane. Uh, I'll be honest, not a good thing for a quarterback because when your quarterbacks <laughs> lead the league in rushing and they're up there, excuse me again. That's why um, he's probably not playing this week because he's getting his ass beat out there too. And that's exactly what's happening. He, he fucked up his shoulder. They said they think he has like some dislocations and some ligament damage. Not a good sign going forward. Uh, for a guy who is basically your entire offense, the yeah. Chicago Bears rely too much on Justin Fields and clearly taking its toll. A uh, quick recap of week 11 here, if I can get ESPN to load the page up because it doesn't seem to want to. We had Thursday Night Football. The Titans beat the Packers 27-17. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers has been playing with a broken thumb. Oh, you sure he is. No, they did. It. They officially said that he's been playing with a broken thumb for a few weeks now. He's not saying that's why he sucked this year. Uh, he just let everybody know. Um, left or right? I believe on his right hand. Oh, okay. I believe. I believe um, the left hand. I don't want to fuck. Yeah, that's not, don't even bother. <laughs> don't even tell me about it. Um, but with him, I have my fantasy team that I'm actually doing really well in. And surprisingly, with Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, but I only need him to stay healthy for one more game. And then I have Deshaun Watson on my bench. Ooh. So I really need Aaron Rodgers' thumb to, to not one hurt more him. week. That's it. Just please one more week. play one more decent game and I'll be so fucking happy. However, I think he's, I think they're playing the Eagles this week. Yeah. I think, and I don't really want Aaron Rodgers because they're the number one passing defense. He's had such a shitty year. I'm wondering what to do, but I might stick with him. We'll worry about that another time. I don't like to bore everybody with my fantasy. Yeah, they're playing the pack. They're playing Eagles at home. I mean, at Eagles home. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough, tough, tough thing to do. However, I feel, and we'll get into it, but I think the Eagles are very, 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 very overrated. I agree. I mean, they almost they 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 got embarrassed on Monday Night Football by the Commanders. We'll talk about it here in a minute. Uh, last second field goal to beat. The Jeff Saturday Colts, not great. Not a good sign when you're a team or, like the Eagles or, trying to be a contender. Or is Jeff Saturday a good coach? No. <laughs> no, he's not. Nope. Hi, Quick, Tara. I'll quickly answer that. What did Tara send? I can't tell. Is that she emoji? Uh, gave the middle finger emoji. Just kidding. Okay. She waved. That's fair. Well, fuck you right back, Tara. How's that? <laughs> she waved. Don't, don't um, yell at her yet. <laughs> and then, yeah, Dubs Falcons. They they did get the 27-24 win against the Bears with Justin Fields playing hurt. But again, he's the whole team. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're putting up 20-plus points a game but they can't win shows you it's a defensive issue. Maybe they gave up on Roquan Smith a little too early. Uh, maybe they gave up on Robert Quinn a little too early because those guys would got, be helping them win games. You went out and got Claypool. Why are you not using him? Uh, a... I think a little bit of it is is his ability to understand the plays and like their yeah. offense just isn't designed to really get wide receivers involved. And B, part of me is starting to worry that Justin Fields isn't a great quarterback. Um, great runner, great athlete, but when you actually need him to throw the ball, there's no production. Yeah. So part of me is thinking that might be it. I guess I take that back. He has some production with Darnell Mooney, but that's about it. And Cole Kmet. But, but even still, I like to think that it's just getting Claypool just involved with the offense isn't there yet. Mm. I like to hope because I love Justin Fields. When he came out, I honestly thought I go, 
this could be potentially the best Ohio State quarterback in the pros that we've seen in our lifetime because yep. there aren't many. No. And none, and if there are in the pros, they weren't very good. Um, so I really did think that this could have been a good a good thing for Justin Fields getting Claypool, but so far they haven't done shit with it. We'll see what happens there. But him playing hurt, him being the entire team, them still losing. At this point, you're 3-8. and eight. If Justin Fields is that banged up, I hate to say it, pull the plug on the year. You got to do it. You got to protect your investment. But if they don't see him as a long-term investment, maybe they let him keep playing. Who knows? Chicago seems to be a pretty not great uh, organization as of late. So we'll see what happens so there. So you're saying the uh, Bears-Jets game is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, no, Dub, I agree. The, the Falcons' defense is not very good. But kudos to Fields. I mean, he put up 24 points. In the NFL, if you're scoring in the 20s, you should be winning some games. His defense let him that's down. A, that's a defense issue right yeah. there. Yeah, that's like the Browns. The Browns should have beat the Falcons. The Browns should have beat the Jets. You put up 30 Ooh. points against the Jets. Defense lets you down. Uh, the Browns have a top 10 scoring offense, but they still are 3-7. and seven. Defense sucks. Yeah. But what can you do? Um, Patriots win on a last-second uh, field goal or punt return, I'm sorry, and beat the Jets. Jets are 6-4. and four. Patriots are also 6-4. and four. Zach Wilson benched. Love it. You hate to see it, except for me. And I love except rubbing it in my you. fucking friend's yeah, face. It's like you have a lot of friends who are New York fans. When that came through and you sent, because uh, if you noticed when you sent me that, all you sent me was a picture. It just yeah. says breaking Adam Schefter. Oh, I didn't There's say There's no it. actual oh. news. So I saw that. I'm like, what's he breaking? So I went to Twitter really quick oh, and that's, okay. I got distracted. That's why I didn't respond. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's... Then I actually saw it and I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to text them right now <laughs> and rub it in their faces. Um, the Saints surprisingly beat the Rams. Uh, ugly game. I don't know if you saw this. Matt Stafford has a concussion. He's officially out for Sunday. Yeah. They are starting a new quarterback. Bryce Perkins, I think his name is. Uh, I don't know much about him, but he's getting his first career start. And I believe the Saints are still running with Andy Dalton. Yeah, they are. And that Poor makes Jameis Winston. Poor that makes no James. sense. Did you see his comment this week? Yeah, which I first lost off, my job. You should not lose your job to injury. First off, he said it's an unwritten rule or something like that, which that's false. If you if you get hurt and the next guy up plays better than you, you're done. That's how that's how yes. sports work. Yes, Drew Bledsoe um, would like to have a conversation. And there's with you. plenty of baseball players that's happened to yeah. also that just you get hurt, somebody comes in, you lose your job. Tom Brady. Um, it's totally a thing. So for him saying that it's an unwritten rule, that's out of line. However, I do think he would be giving them the best chance to win because Andy Dalton's not very He's good. Much better than Andy Dalton. So how are you gonna? Tell that to your teammates and to the fans and say, or to the team, if you're the coach and say, yeah, we're going with him. He gives us the best chance when they all go. We were actually really good last year with Winston until yeah. he blew his ACL. Yeah. How are you going to tell us that? He only played a few games this year before he got yeah, hurt. That doesn't fuck the ain't. Oh, the Saints. Got it. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's true. I mean, they're a mess. I mean, Andy it, Dalton it's true. sucks. I, but, yeah, I get it. I don't understand. Winston gives you the best. He's a good He's not a great quarterback. He's but he's better than Andy Dalton. Absolutely. So, yeah, that makes no sense to me. However, unfortunately, Tim, you did not get your um your 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 picks that we do what the fuck is it that we do the ones where we uh take a gamble the high risk pick whatever oh, the fuck yeah. we call oh, it my, yeah. uh, my, uh, i don't remember what we call it but uh the bold prediction bold yeah. prediction that's it so tim your bold prediction was that the rams and saints would score over 60 and they didn't even hit 50 unfortunately i missed my bold predict too because i missed mine that by, was bad i missed mine by two touchdowns because i had uh <laughs> saquon barkley scoring three and i think he only had one so i missed that in uh an upset the lions beat the giants 31 to 18 in a complete assing basically giants uh false i mean um, the lions have the lions have the longest winning streak in the nfc if i'm not mistaken at three games they are now four and six. Giants are seven and Dan three. Dan Campbell, baby. He fucking sucks still. <laughs> I, I hate seeing all these reports where they're like, when Dan Campbell interviewed for this job, he was throwing chairs. Like, he's just such a fucking animated. I find him, he is A, 
PC principal from South Park in real human oh, form. Oh, absolutely. And B, he is so fucking annoying that I would just be like, get out of my fucking office if you're throwing chairs around. <laughs> Who would look at that and be like, this we need him i would gotta, be like hey you gotta bite some kneecaps sometimes and he's going to town with them right now yeah they uh they suck i don't think this success is going to continue but we'll find Just out tomorrow i guess the, they play keep, tomorrow keep giving the ball to st brown it's all i care about yeah if you have him on fantasy he's a great great wide receiver yeah. this week they're supposed to be getting back uh getting jameson williams so we'll see how that works he's out their first round the entire year yeah great wide receiver but he was hurt so we'll see what happens with him um Ravens and Panthers, an interesting game. Baker Mayfield looked like complete dog shit, but the Ravens' no, offense looked no. like complete dog shit too. Baker looked like dog shit? Not not possible. Any halfway competent quarterback, <laughs> the Panthers probably win that game. So I, I, what sucks about this is the fact that the 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 Ravens are like half-assing themselves to a division. Yeah, they're going to win the division, and they're yeah. just going to because they have the easiest schedule yeah. going forward. And even the easy game against the Panthers, they still barely won. Right, they had to pull away in the fourth quarter. Uh, don't get me wrong, Panthers have a really good defense. Offense is complete ass, though. Um, another guy who got benched, Baker Mayfield. They officially made the announcement: Sam Darnold will be starting this week. A lot so of Baker was people benched. this week. Yeah, Baker benched. Zach Wilson benched. Technically, after this game, Jacoby Brissett's getting benched. Well, we knew that's that was fair. Coming, it's, again, it was technically, coming. if you're looking at it from from that standpoint, he is getting benched. Um, Davis Mills is being benched by the Houston Texans. You had, you have three first round. Well, Davis Mills wasn't a first round pick, but you have three quarterbacks getting benched. Uh, two of them only been in the league for a year and a half. So that says a lot about them. Um, and that's because the commanders beat the Texans 23 to 10 in a completely embarrassing game. And I mean, that's another guy. Carson Wentz mm. got hurt. He is officially benched because of his injury because Tyler Henneke came I'm in. I'm a Henneke fan. Henneke really just am. goes out there and gets shit done. Dude. You see he's, the interview that they gave uh, What's-His-Face, the coach? And he's like, so um, so what's your choice and why, why are you sticking with Henneke? Uh, what, made your, what was the deciding factor? He's like, wins. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, have you guys – I'd be like, do, do you watch the games? Yeah, like, like, are you wins. not seeing this? He just he just ha I mean, he has like the it factor. He's not like a blow-you-out-of-the-water type quarterback, but he moves the ball, has good throws – he makes good decisions, and that's all you can ask. Uh, Browns fans will like this analogy. You know who he is? Uh, Colt McCoy. He is what Baker Mayfield thought he was. Oh, ooh, okay. He is everything. Or I'm sorry. He is whatever everything that Baker Mayfield thinks he is, I should say. Right. He can actually make some throws. He is a limited quarterback, but he understands his limitations and doesn't overdo things. Right. Perfect analogy. He also has opinion. a very good wide receiver on his team. Oh, that helps and a couple of them. The actually, running back is pretty damn good, too. Yeah. Again, Baker Mayfield effect. Baker Mayfield's really good when everything's clicking. Yes. When the defense is getting turnovers, when the offense can run the ball, the everything looks great. Yep. But when things go south and Baker has to beat you on his own, can't do it. Tyler Henneke, probably also not going to beat you on his own. Yep. It's an unfortunate fact. But yeah, kudos to him playing well. Uh, Raiders win in overtime with a walk-off touchdown to Devontae Adams. Literally walked in the end zone wide open. Uh, the Broncos are a fucking shit show. Hopefully they fire everybody and we can get their defensive coordinator. Would be fantastic. We'll see. Uh, Cowboys absolutely laid the lumber to the Minnesota Vikings. And Robert, just if you're still watching, we owe game. you a shot. Yeah, no doubt about it. That was embarrassing for the Vikings. Um, that game was technically considered, I mean, it wasn't a primetime game, but it was like the game of the week or whatever. Kirk Cousins, I didn't realize how bad he is in primetime games. He is. I saw pitiful. the perfect. I saw the perfect uh, meme. It's like Kirk Cousins on one. Keep talking. Games. I dropped my pen. I'm going to pick it up. That's fine. Kirk Cousins, the one o'clock game is like him wearing like the gold necklace, 
and then like Kirk Cousins in um uh, whatever primetime games is like him like uh yeah, cousin uh Uncle Rico from uh what's his face Napoleon uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. It's like he's night and day difference between what he is during certain games. It's crazy to me. It really is, and that's gonna spoiler alert gonna go into my pick this week um of who I'm picking for Thursday night football on Thanksgiving because you have Kirk shit the bed in primetime cousins going up against arguably one of the best defenses in football and bill Belichick's Patriots. So, Ooh, so that's an interesting one. So again, spoiler alert, already differing on a spoiler alert. Oh, you're going with the Vikings. Absolutely. All right. We shall see at home. They were at home on Sunday. How'd Tur- that work Turkey out for day. them? Turkey day. They were empty <laughs> stomachs on Sunday. How'd that work out for them? Now they're weighed down going against Bill Belichick. Not to give a pick away, but we already have our Vikings versus Patriots. This is where I make my comeback. There. Everybody. Uh, All right. Yeah. Bengals and Steelers. Bengals win 37 to 30. The score looks a lot closer hey, than the Joe game Burrow really said was. To calm, basically calm the fuck down after being 0 2. They get it together. And yeah, I mean, slowly... identical to last year. Last year they were 5 and 4 and they turned it around, won some games. They got Jamar, I think they got Jamar Chase coming back next week too. Which is going to be interesting because what I've seen is he's going against doctor's orders and he's off crutches, like not really listening yeah. to them. Oh, he's going to get rehearsed. So that doesn't usually end well when you don't listen to your doctors because they kind of know a thing or two, especially in the, in mean, the NFL. schooling says yes. You yeah. would think, but you never know. Um, Bengals win 37-30. Ugly game for the Steelers. Again, the score looks better than Dude, it actually was. However, that fucking interception by Watt was fucking oh, that was nuts. amazing. Uh, incredible. Uh what can you do really about that? That was the second time this season. I mean, well, I just love Joe Burrow's face. Like how he throws, he's just like, because oh. he yeah, he thought like, all right, it got batted, whatever. And then he sees TJ Watts holding the ball. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's insane. Um, Sunday night football, Chiefs come back and beat the Chargers. Wanted to ask, are the Chiefs the best team in the NFL? Uh yes. Right I think now. so. Yeah. Uh, personally, yeah. I, I don't think there's a better team. Um, and I don't even think they're playing at their full potential right now. Not at all. No, I, I agree with that. I, I think they're holding back. I think that they looked bored on Sunday yes. night. I think they're a team that has so much more to give. And I think they're kind of just going through the motions right now. Yeah. Um, the, the chiefs kind of coasted for most of that game. Yeah, and then right absolutely. at the end, they're like, all right, we get the ball back less than two minutes to go down by three or whatever the score was. They're like, all right, let's go win this shit. Yeah. It's like they're playing the little brother and you like, let them like playing a video game against your little brother. Right. You let him win for a little bit. And then you're like, okay, then you sit up in your chair. Like, Oh, let's get serious. I can't let you beat me. And then they, right. they win. That's how they've been playing the entire season. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to do it. I think kind of coast and then don't take things too seriously. That's why I think, uh, as I said, a couple weeks ago, eventually Philly's going to have to lose. And it's not looking good for two straight weeks. You lost to Washington embarrassingly. And then you have the the game last week where you had to come back against a Jeff Saturday led Colt, a team that everybody had dead dead in the water. Um, you you barely beat them, and you're trying to be a, a Super Bowl contender. Right. I get it. Regular season, any given Sunday, this game might mean absolutely nothing. But to look that bad, not a good sign. Chiefs, they just kind of sleepwalk into wins. They don't care. They understand. They've been there before. Don't take it too seriously. Just earn the playoff spot. Then then worry about shit. Uh, Monday Night Football, Cardinals got absolutely embarrassed by the 49ers. And I won my first big parlay of the year where I put some good money down on some games this weekend. I bet $20 and I won uh, 85 or something like that. Not a ton, but for me, I don't bet a lot. I usually do a parlay and I do like five bucks. Nice. This one, I felt really confident. So I did, I erased it all. I forgot all the picks, but it was like, uh, I think I did Chiefs, Eagles, Golden State Warriors, Buffalo Bills, and I forgot a couple. I, I did like five or six games, hit them all. And then the, the topper was 49ers. So kudos Hell to yeah. me. Finally won a decent parlay. I can't, I can't wait for January 1st, man. Like I'm just, oh, I, I probably shouldn't say that because it's not legal in Ohio. But I, I have my ways of doing sports gambling. Well, everyone but, everyone uses Bovada right now. I think that's, that's, that's what I've been using yeah. for years. Um, but um, 
make sure you get all your free money through uh, FanDuel, MGM, and uh, oh, I'm already signed up. Draft I'm ready Kings. for it. They, they give you the free promo. I think it's 500 hours total between the three sites. You can get free money. Unfortunately, you can't bet on it this week, but there is a game this Sunday or there is or Saturday. It's the, the game. game. It's I didn't mean Sunday. Game. I meant Saturday. You guys, I don't need game. Ohio State people coming at me being like, fuck on Saturday at noon. How could you say <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> I know you guys get high noon. The game. I, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again a thousand times. I yeah, like yeah. Ohio State. Don't love them. I mean, so you don't care. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, if they lose, it is what it is. Like I watch the games because they're on every week. I watch a lot of college football. A lot games. of stuff on this game, though. I mean, Ohio State lost last year. Uh, oh, for sure. Don't very, get very snowy and everything. I and, now want to win the game because because yeah. they lost last year. But it's not for me. Like it didn't. Like after they lost, I just I was at my family's house for Thanksgiving. I just continued to eat and hang out, and I was like, yeah. all right, go on with my day. Yep, yep. It uh, it should be a fun game. I think Ohio State's favored by seven and a half right now. Yeah, um, a lot. A lot. I think it's a little bit of a high spread. Uh, Michigan, is. if I'm not mistaken, has one of the best defenses in football, college football. Uh, they did have a scare last week against Illinois. Um, yeah, but that refs they still have a really good defense. Failed them out of that fucking game too. Can you click uh, that comment, Tim? I can't read it. I'm actually I'm off Facebook right there. Both teams will doesn't matter. Both teams will make. I, I could see that absolutely because this is something where how far can you really drop Michigan for losing to the number two team and vice versa? Ohio State losing to the number three team. Dep- well, honestly, you know what? What sucks is college football. It's about how you win and how you yes. lose. If, if it's, it's a close looks. game, I don't think it hurts if anybody. Ohio State, but if, if Ohio State wins them? by twenty plus, then yeah, Michigan has to drop out. I think. So the uh, Michigan has the the running back right now. Star running back is injured. They're not sure if he's playing or not Saturday. That could change it as well. Um, but yeah, it's quite interesting. And then you have like the comments, the back and forth comments between Harbaugh and Ryan Day right now. Um, if, I don't know if you saw that story I or did. not about the the starting on third base. And he said like something that. like, "Yeah, if you score from third, um, exactly, like you hit a triple, like you hit a triple, there. You, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, so it's quite interesting. We'll see what happens. But um, I, I think Ohio State takes it. I think Ohio State wins by two touchdowns. I do too, honestly. I mean, it depends on which version of CJ Strode we get. CJ Strode has looked a little sluggish as of late uh three weeks ago we of course had the northwestern game totally understandable 50 mile an hour wins i'm not gonna blame him for that uh penn state looked kind of pedestrian for a guy who's going for a heisman for a guy who's trying to make his team the number one team in the country um pretty pedestrian game there and then you have the uh indiana game he threw five touchdowns sure but his completion percentage was kind of low and then you have Maryland last week. Same thing. Started off really poorly. Completion percentage was that low. That was a very interesting game last it week. It was weird. I, I watched almost all of it. And then Ohio State got a pretty big lead in like the third quarter. I left where I was at to go. I went out, went out downtown. When I got to the next bar, I look up and it was like a one possession game. And I'm like, what the fuck did I miss in the yeah. last 20 minutes? Like, I didn't understand. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, defense and offense cannot play like that on Saturday. If you have those lapses of judgment and those those moments where you screw up and you're not paying attention, a team like Michigan is going to capitalize. You yep. can afford to do that against Maryland. You cannot do that against Michigan. It's going to be a good game. I mean, I, I think so too. I'm excited I, I hate for that it. They do noon. I, that's like a perfect primetime game. I do too. But I, I, get, I it. get it. It's tradition, but I agree. Like that's something where I want to be at home seated on my couch, have friends over like eight o'clock start Absolutely. prime time. That would be fucking cool. Instead it's noon where people are like, Oh, do you want to watch the game? I'm like, Dude, I'm like barely out of bed around noon on a Saturday, so no. <laughs> they got people like texting, like, "Do you want to go meet me at the bar?" And said, "I'm like, I, I honestly just want to lay in the couch." Yeah, like when watch. this game ends, like I have to go grocery shopping. I yeah. have to be a fucking adult because it's so early. <laughs> like it's it's too early. Um, but so yeah, you, I'm so you got you. Ohio I think, State. Too? I got Ohio okay. State winning. I think they should win relatively easily. I, I, I think Michigan's offense isn't very good. I forgot his name. Their quarterback, Mick, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, it's, it's actually his name. Yeah, yeah, it's like Mick the fuck is his last <laughs> MC the fuck. Um, yeah, whatever his name is, he I don't think he's very good. So 
I think Ohio State should be okay. I, I, we have a really good defensive. They have a really good defensive line. I say we as if I'm like talking about the Browns. Um, well, they win. They pretty much they ghost themselves into the Big Ten championship, yep. and then obviously they win that, then they're sitting pretty for the playoffs. So I, I think it's Ohio State's to lose this year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You control your own destiny. It's it's a cliche saying, but they really do. If they win out, I mean, there's no question about it. They're going to get the one or two seeds. Yep. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Which just is what win, I baby. do with our NFL picks every week. I just keep winning. Mm, except for last week when we were completely <laughs> tied. And I made like a, I've made like a six-game comeback in the last few weeks. But anyway, somebody's a little confident over there. I told you guys. I gave Kyle a couple of wins this week. To, liquid courage, Justin. I gave him a couple of wins this week to make himself feel better. And... Lo and behold, here we are. Um, we two have our ga- picks. Two games up, baby. Let's go. Tim picked two. Didn't have the greatest week, but did all right for himself. Nothing wrong with that. 11 and 7. Uh, let's get right into it, boys. Thanksgiving. Uh, we got a game at fucking 1230 tomorrow. Dude, three games tomorrow. I love Thanksgiving. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I understand. Sorry to everybody out there that lost somebody to COVID. COVID Thanksgiving was one of my favorite Thanksgivings. I sat at home. I laid in my ass on my couch. I watched football all day. My aunt and uncle brought me food over and they were just like, hey, just wear a mask. They're like, we'll bring the food to you because we know we can't have people because of COVID. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) So I got Thanksgiving delivered to me. Didn't have to leave. Watched football all day. It was amazing. Instead, tomorrow, the real world, I do have to go places and I'm not very happy about it, but it is what it is. I want to say, I think I did pretty good. I mean, I, I was two and two. And now I'm eleven and seven. I yeah, think. you didn't do bad. I think I you think went. Uh, yeah, you went nine and five. Not terrible at all. Not bad at all. Just a couple of the picks where you you differed from me and Kyle. You don't don't do that too often. If Kyle and I are on the same page, you're you're in pretty good company. You don't want to steer away from what we pick. I'll just warn you there. Um, but let's get right into it's it. It's okay. I love the I love the dice rolling you do. I love. I do too. You know, I hey. mean, I love that you were so confident last week. You're like. Give me Carolina. Put those like, big Ooh. balls out there. I, I like know, it. I, I love you, Tim. But I mean, with when I wrote Carolina, I was chuckling inside because I'm like, that was a loss right there. <laughs> it was actually a close game, though, so it's not a horrible pick, I guess. Uh, but let's get into it. 12:30. We have Buffalo at Detroit. Does Detroit continue their winning ways, or does the real Buffalo show up? What say you? Are we go me or Tim? I don't give a shit, honestly. Either <laughs> you can go. I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> Just not me because I set it up to say what say you, so I can't finish it. Somebody's got to do it. I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good pick. Yeah, we're all going Buffalo, I believe. I think so, too. Clean sweep for the Bills, even though the Lions are hot. Next up, 430, division game, New York Giants, who have been slumping as of late against the Dallas Cowboys at Dallas, who Dallas last week looked like the best team in football. Their defense was amazing. Uh, Tony Pollard couldn't be stopped. They beat the fuck out of the, at the time, 8-1 and one Vikings. Just a great game for them overall. Did they continue that success against a lower-tier team of the Giants? Or did the Giants get back on track? No possible chance. The Cowboys are going to mud-stomp the Giants this week. America's team. We all agree again. That's wow. a good pick. Yeah, that's 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 an easy We're one. Off right and there. running here. Here is where I think it's going to get a little yeah, funny. A little dicey. Now we have the New England Patriots going up against primetime Kirk Cousins, who usually stinks, going up against a defense that again it, it was Zach Wilson, but they shut the fucking Patriots down. I saw a meme the other day, and I got to find it. Uh, go ahead and we'll make the picks. I am going with New England, and I'm going to tell you why here in a second. Well, I'm going with the Vikings. Uh, I think they win. I, I, I just no possible way Kirk Cousins can continue to be horrible in prime time. It's very possible. For I mean, it's Kirk also Cousins. very true. But I'm going the Vikings. Tim, what do, what about you? Um, I, I think the Vikings. Um, and I don't think it's because of Kirk Cousins. 
I will stick with the Patriots. And I have a meme here that somebody posted, and it says the New York Jets averaged 2.7 inches of offense per play during the second half of their loss to the Patriots. This is literally how far they got every snap. And if you could see my phone there, it's literally a tiny little ruler, and it just shows 2.7 inches was all they got. They couldn't get a yard. They couldn't even get a foot. Uh, that's actually just the size of my penis. Why are you showing that? I mean, it's mine too, but I mean, <laughs> that's what they averaged per snap, which so, trust me, not a lot. So that means you have just a tip? Exactly. Basically, not even. I mean, I don't even think that's a tip. <laughs> so we got Vikings, Vikings, and you're taking the Patriots. Got it. I am on my own island. Kyle's on that moving one. to three games up. Kyle is inching closer to getting tattooed. All right. And next up. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Oof. This is a tough one. I'm not going to lie to you. This one, I am. I, I'm honestly, I'm torn on. I don't even have a good pick. I was back and forth in this one for a while because, like, honestly, these teams are pretty evenly matched, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And I wanted to go. I was leaning Titans because of home, but I think that I think the Bengals are getting on a streak now. Um, I, 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 I'm going to go with Joe Burrow in this one. Give me the Bengals. I'm looking at what I made on our CBS pick, so I can stick with that. Uh, who's winning that one, by the way, you're tied for first with somebody else. <laughs> so you and some other guy, I, uh, give me the Titans. Ooh, two difference back to back Timmy, What do you say? I'm, I'm going Bengals. There you go. See, Tim knows what side to pick My on. thought process on it. <laughs> Joe Mixon concussion. Titans play really good defense. Sure. Joe Mixon concussion. The Titans defensive line is going to be able to get to Joe Burrow. Still no Jamar chase. Joe Burrow's going to have to do some magic shit. Then they're going up against Derrick Henry. Their run defense really stunk. They gave up a lot of yards to Najee Harris. Pittsburgh's running defense or running offense is ass. The fact that Najee Harris was able to be successful, multiply that by 10 for Derrick Henry. Uh, You have a better quarterback in Ryan Tannehill than you do with uh, Kenny Pickett. Better wide receivers with Traylon Burks and um, Robert Woods than you do Austin Hooper, even a pass catcher. Better offensive players than you get with Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh made it kind of a close game. Give me the Titans at home. I also think Mike Rabel's just a really good coach. So give me the Titans on that one. Next up. He really had to explain himself into that one, didn't he? I want to tell it because, you know, when I'm right, I want everyone to know oh, why okay. I'm right. Okay. And that's why. That's my thought process behind it. I'm breaking like it down like, for everybody. Like a kid who's caught with something. It's like over I'm breaking it down. Well, it's because, again, most of, the, most of our fans are Browns fans. And as you saw from the beginning, Browns <laughs> fans are idiots. So I have to tell them why I'm making these picks. It all comes full circle, everybody. Don't you worry. Next up. Houston at Miami. This is where I'm making my bold prediction for the week. I am not only taking Miami. I have it. Tyreek Hill will have 200 plus yards receiving. Holy shit. I think he is going to go off. Wow. Okay. The the Texans are that bad of a team where I think Tyreek Hill is going to be like, let me boost my numbers a little bit because I'm trying to set a record this year and they're going to fucking let him have it. Okay. So I'm going 200 plus. All right. All right. And a Dolphin win. So Hill, 200 plus. What say you? Uh, I think we're going to have a sweet I thought this here, was I, pretty I much think. an easy pick yeah, here. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with uh, the Dolphins here. Tim, easily. without even asking, is it confident to write down Miami? Do I need to answer that question? After your couple of your picks last week? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. No, I gotcha. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, next up, we have Dubs Atlanta Falcons against the Washington Commanders. Uh, or I'm sorry, I skipped the game. Chicago and New York. The backup battle of quarterbacks where you're going to have Mike White possibly facing Trevor Simeon, who, if I'm not mistaken, was actually a Jets quarterback at one point. He and was. We, we broke his ankle or something like that. Um, this one's tough because uh, the Jets defense is really good. 
I'll give them that. Offensively, they suck. They suck with Zach Wilson. Now you're going with Mike White, who has been riding the bench. So that means the team doesn't think he's really better than Zach Wilson. Up until now, they're kind of forced to start him. And I saw how the Jets looked the first few weeks of the season with Zach Wilson hurt. They looked terrible, honestly. I, I'm kind of confident in my pick uh, because the run defense for the, the Bears is not good. Yes. And I think the run offense for the Jets is pretty good. Yes. So I, I'm going Jets. I think the Jets pull this one off. I do too, unfortunately. I jokingly made the pick. My friends and I do a weekly prediction with each other, and I joked and I said, Jets three. <laughs> Chicago zero just because not even a safety too. no, 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 they're not even, they're not going to score. Uh, the jets defense is really good. I'm not going to deny that. And if they're playing without Justin Fields, I don't think Trevor, Justin Fields struggles to move the ball in that offense. Yeah. Trevor Simeon's really going to struggle with them. Tim, so what do you got? give me the jets. So I'm going to differ with the way you said that and say, I'm not picking the bears. I like it. All right, so we have the Jets for a second. I'm I was like, like, my my brain just yeah. I'm shut like, wait, does he want me to second. write the Bears? And it's like, wait, he said not. Is this like a double I negative? Was like, what the dude? I've had two beers and a shot, and you're already fucking with me. I don't want to give it away, but I am not going to not pick the Bears. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is he saying? I have to, to unravel me? that for a minute here. I didn't know okay. we, our producer's the Riddler from Batman. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. All right, uh, I skipped uh, that game on accident, but now we go to Dubs Falcons, the Dirty Birds going up against the Tyler Henneke-led Washington Commanders. Oof. Uh, for me, pretty easy pick, Yeah, especially at home. Give me the Commanders. Yeah, I mean, I, I until you can prove that he's not a, he's, he's gonna, you're going to slow him down, I think. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, aren't they getting Chase Young back this week? They are. So if he plays, I don't know if he's even going to play on Sunday, but if he Partial, does, that would still. be huge. Yeah, give me the um, Commanders here. Yeah, give me easy. Washington. Tim? You know my last name. Washington. Washington. <laughs> All right. A clean sweep right there. Hopefully that actually happens. Next up, another battle of shit. We have the Denver Broncos <laughs> against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Denver will be, unfortunately, going out with Russell Wilson. And Carolina has decided to go with Sam Darnold getting his first action of the season. Um, just based on how shitty, this could be another 6-3 to three game or something like that. But give me the Broncos. I'm going to take the better defense on this one. I was going to go for better defense, but I think it's going to be funny because I think the Panthers are going to be winning for a lot of this game. I, think I could Dar see it. I think Darnold's going to come out with like a... You're calling a Russell Wilson comeback. A Russell Wilson comeback. No matter how shitty he's been all I year. I think the Panthers are going to come out with some fire with Darnold. I think Darnold's going to look pretty good, but I think eventually Denver comes back wins this game. But yeah, give me Denver. Yeah, I got to go with Denver on this one. I'm just For me, honestly, I'm going with... Both have really good defenses, but I think Denver's is a little bit better. And then both have quarterbacks that have seen better days. I'll take the slightly better one in Russell Wilson. I'm looking to redeem myself, and hopefully oh they redeem me. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Give Timmy the Panthers. All right, so luckily this isn't a parlay because this one's going to be a loss for you, Tim. Unfortunately, you will not be batting a 1,000. But, hey, I respect the confidence. Going for it. Uh, next up, we have Baltimore against Jacksonville. Another interesting game because Baltimore looked like shit last week against Carolina. Now they're up against a fresh I Jacksonville coming off a bye. I don't understand the point spread in this game. Did you see it? No, I did not. It's like four, like four points or three points. I don't understand for Ravens. I mean, I think it's because they know how banged up the Ravens are. Mark Andrews is banged up. They don't have Hollywood Brown. Their it's offensive four. line stinks. It's weird to me. They can't establish a run game. Their defense. They just lost Kyle and Hamilton. They lost a lot of people. Isn't that good it's not good but it's also not terrible yeah. they've got a lot of young athletic people that they probably think can keep up with it sure. with uh well uh, uh lamar jackson and it's in jacksonville so maybe this is a case of this is lamar jackson going home 
Uh, is he going to be hanging out with family holiday weekend, not really focusing on the game? Got it. Possibly. I mean, I trust Vegas. However, I also am going to trust their spread, and I am going to go with the birds. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens here, too. I just The spread kind of, uh, if Grape was here, we'd have a conspiracy about this. 100%. But uh, I, I, I take the Ravens, too. All right. Tim? All right, Tim's taking the Seahawks, even though they're not in this game, but I like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. That, that or have... Tim just got scared by something. I'm not quite <laughs> yeah, sure. Tim saw ghosts, everybody. Don't worry about him. Los Angeles Chargers going up against the Arizona Cardinals. You have Kyler Murray coming back at home. Uh, Los Angeles looking to redeem themselves. They are in a bit of a skid. Uh, I think Joe Staley's job is definitely in jeopardy, as is uh, the head coach, I can't uh, think, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury, yeah. Give me the Chargers. Mm, yeah, I'm taking the Chargers here too. After seeing them almost beat the Chiefs on Sunday, makes me think they're not a horrible team. And for me, Arizona's a dumpster fire. Chargers. Chargers. Let's do for it. Timmy. We are all charged up on the Chargers. Ooh, wordplay. Vegas and Seattle is our next game here. <sighs> Fucking Raiders. All year. All year, I tell you. But hey, Geno Smith, woo, what a quarterback he's come this year, right? He's a full circle for that guy. He's 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 held on the receipts. To me, and this he is, is like shoving it down people's throats this year. This goes to show you, I talked a lot of shit about him going into the season, but for me, I got to give credit where it's due, and that's credit to Pete Carroll and John Schneider for putting together the Seahawks. I know beginning of the season, I'll I'll eat crow here. I was wrong about something, everybody. It doesn't happen often, so mark this down. I predicted the Seahawks to contend for being one of the worst teams in football, truthfully. Yeah. Uh their roster on paper was shit. Geno Smith, obviously, we knew who he was as a quarterback. I really thought this team's just going to stink. They're great. Not great, but they're playing great for what I thought they were going to be. They're playing very well. Uh, Geno Smith is having a career year. Uh, the defense looks great. This this draft class for the Seahawks, is they're all contributing and all playing well. Old, so man, kudos to old them. man Pete Carroll, man. Old he's Petey. putting it together. Just when I thought uh, you know, football's passed him by, he's showing us he's still got a little left in the tank. Uh, for this one? Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks too. And Tim with the noise again. Ah! He, he's taking the Seahawks too. Was it? I, I think was that was say mine. <laughs> mine. It would have been funnier if he did like a John Madden impression. He's like, I'm going with the fucking Raiders, and he did something like, <laughs> tough acting to Nacton when you're like making noise. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I knew. He said something. Fuck, I couldn't remember it. It's been so long. Boom. Uh, clean sweep of the Seahawks, and then we have. The backup quarterback, uh, Bryce Penning, or whatever the fuck his name is, for the Rams, leading against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we have another sweep here, fellas. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Pretty simple. The the Chiefs. Tim, what noise would a Chief make? All right, I like it. He's got the 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 tomahawk chop going on over there. I'll take it. And then we have the New Orleans shitty Saints sticking with the Red Rocket, going with against with the, the well dressed Jimmy Garoppolo team. Very the good-looking team, honestly. That Did you team. See what looked... Warren Samp said the uh, last week. No. So uh, they showed uh, Jimmy G walking into the stadium wearing all nice and dapper suit and everything. He does look good. And then they showed um, Colt McCoy walking in with like a hoodie and like sweatpants on. And Warren Sapp's I mean, like, you can't show Colt McCoy after Jimmy G. That's just not fair to him. <laughs> in in their defense, Colt McCoy is a cowboy. He doesn't give a fuck about how he dresses. <laughs> I know. It doesn't it's just, matter. It's just funny to me. But Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo could be an underwear model in, in San Francisco, and you got Colt McCoy, who's Ooh, like lives on a ranch. That's Jimmy, true. Jimmy G's a good-looking guy. You might want to stop with the phone thing there. It's this case. I got a new plastic case. Doesn't sit well in this thing. How often do you drop your phone? And you need like a bulletproof case. I didn't realize it was going to be like that. The other one I had was just kind of getting old, so I bought a new one, mm. and it's not doing great. Got it. Um, I got the 49ers here. I do too. I think it's going to be a pretty easy win for them. I think New Orleans stinks. Tim. 
<laughs> yeah, what noise does a 49er make? <laughs> oh, we got... Wow, we got dueling Tims. I feel like Tim passed away, and this is our memorial show for him. <laughs> My sweet angel, Tim, how could you leave me, Tim? I got to get like a thing in the back of my car. I drive around with it in memorial. Like, I would have that. Lo- that would be uh, fucking airbrushed on a T-shirt <laughs> that I would get at Cedar Point in memorial in memory of Timbuktu. And he's just smiling down in the corners. Tim, you're like the good angel on my shoulder. Tell me what to do as well. And he's know. like the baby from Teletubby, but we get two of them. <laughs> so you got Tim, you got 49ers, you got the Saints. 49ers, the Saints. Nah, I'm sorry. They're the Aints. I concur. Monday night football. Or I'm sorry, I skipped a game again. Fuck. Jesus. I guess I'm in a hurry to go drinking, everybody. Yeah. Sunday night football. We have Green Bay at Philadelphia. This was a game we talked about earlier. In Philly, Sunday night football, the Packers have looked very trashy. Very trashy. Very much so. They just lost again to the Titans 10 days ago uh, or, or a week ago. It'll be 10 days on this game. Um, give me the Eagles. At home, I got to stick with the better team. I think it's going to be a close game because the Could Eagles be. can never, ever just pull away. But yeah, give me the Eagles here. Now we got a chance for Tim to redeem himself with another bird noise. Here we go. I, mean, yeah, I love it. I definitely don't think that's how an eagle sounds, but I love that that's, the, that's what we got for it. And then Monday night football, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers against Indianapolis Colts. Colts, surprisingly, have a very good defense. Um, Jeff Saturday getting a primetime game. You finally get to see your boy coach. Uh, dude, I was, I honestly, this game was hard to pick. I'll pick for everybody. Give me the Colts. Yes, that's what I was. That give me Saturday, buddy. And fuck the Steelers. Uh, a, I can't pick for the for the Steelers. They've looked like shit. This isn't like in, in this kind of game. It's like a it's a draw. Give me the home team. Yep. Give me. I think the Colts have a decent defense. They have a really good running game. Uh, Matt Ryan's been playing well enough. Give me the Colts. Tim, you're concurring. Big concur. That's why I put the horn so hard. I heard it. I thought that was just Jeff Saturday love, and then you were gonna come back and be like. I love this guy, but fuck them. They're losing on Sunday. You never know. All right. Uh, you guys didn't have bold predictions or am I? Uh, oh, no, no. I had a bold prediction. We just, I, I, but it was oh, it's in a game. game we maybe haven't gotten to yet? Exactly. Okay. All right. That's fair. With that being said, let's get to that fucking game. Let's get to it. Tom Brady comes to Cleveland freshly divorced. He's coming to slang some Northeast Ohio tang. Ladies, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ladies, you see, Genzel already has a boyfriend. Two minutes. They're saying that's her wait. life. That's her jujitsu coach. Oh, they yeah. were not on a date. Yeah, yeah. He's really training that. He was just taking her to the bedroom to show her some moves later that night. I'm trying Mark. to get Kyle to spit his beer. That's all I'm going for. <laughs> Save your jokes for when Kyle's taking Damn a it. sip. Ten minute mark. Ten all right, we have the official countdown of the show. Browns and Buccaneers this Sunday. Tampa Bay. Browns are banged up. We unfortunately have to start Froholt at center again and he is just unfortunately going against the best defensive tackle in football arguably behind uh aaron donald and that would be vita vea vita vea very good he is going to manhandle however i do trust kevin stefanski that kevin stefanski is going to make sure the blocking is schemed properly to protect him because you have to or else it's going to be ugly taking a tire iron out there to like no it's gonna be a lot of pulling a lot of guard and tackle pulling to help him a lot of Unfortunately for everybody at home, I know you guys aren't going to want to hear this. I think the run game is really going to struggle on Sunday. Again, they are going to stack the box. They are going to collapse on this guy who is not a comfortable center playing in the NFL who's going up against a really good defense in Tampa Bay. Kevin Savancy's got to do some shit to kind of protect Jacoby Brissett, keep us in the game. The run game is probably going to be non-existent. So what you have to do with your running backs, make them blockers. 
That means Nick Chubb's not going to get a lot, a lot of, of hunt. Yeah, a lot of hunt out there because hunt is the better blocker. That's another thing Browns fans don't understand when we were because they're stupid. When we're running a two minute <laughs> offense and Kareem Hunt is out there, not only can Kareem Browns Hunt catch fans the ball are stupid. better, there we go. He can also block better. That's why Kareem Hunt is out there in those two minute drives because you need to protect your quarterback. You can also pretend to hand it off to Kareem Hunt because he's a good running back. Hell, you can really hand it off to him if you want because he's a good running back. He can block, he can catch. He can do those things better than Nick Chubb. You're an amazing offensive That's coordinator, by the way. why he's there. It's just common sense. <laughs> it's not even offensive coordinating. It's just you watch a film and you go, okay, yeah, Kareem Hunt actually throws his whole body into that guy and makes good blocks. Let's have him out there in crunch time when we need to make some blocks with the running back. Um, unfortunately, I think it's going to be ugly on Sunday to an extent. I don't think we're going to get embarrassed, but I do think it's not going to be close. My, I'll tell you what, my bold predict and my predict for this game are two opposite spectrums right now. Okay, I like that. Um I think we're going to try to hold our own. I mean, obviously, Tampa Bay is a very, very mortal team. They are very beatable, as they've showed. Um, they are no longer the force that they once were. They have a lot of injuries. With that being said, I've said it all along. I can't pick the Browns until the Browns show me they can win. Their last win was Halloween night against the Bengals. We've gone almost a fucking month since our last win. And I don't think it's happening Sunday. I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait till December for that next win. So give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm going <laughs> bold predict first. Bold predict. Uh, I believe Fournette will have a 175 yards rushing and three touchdowns. What, what I'm sorry, 150 and three? 175. 175. And three. Okay, 175 and three. I could just cross that because one because I can't. Um, I, there's no way fucking way they're stopping him. <laughs> no, but, but they have Rakad White, their their rookie that they're. I think he's starting over Leonard Fournette. Actually, that's okay. We're going with that. I'm just bold predict. <laughs> just throw, just letting you know if you want to make a change to it. No, nope, no, nope, we're going with it. I don't even think Fournette is called a bold predict. We Fournette have, is not even their have, starting have, running have back. Have any right of now. us hit on and bold predicts this year? I hit one. One. I hit my Zach Wilson. Yeah, we'll have multiple interceptions. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then my pick for the week is... I, I, Jory, I disagree. I think it is bold because I don't think Leonard Fournette is even starting. So if he gets all those touches to get up those to get those yards and numbers... Hey, stay in your lane. That's my bold predict. I, I'm, stay in your lane. I hope you stick with it because that means you're probably not going to get it. I'm just trying to be the voice of reason here. And my pick, give me the Browns. Okay. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. I think he's feeling drunk is what he's feeling right not, now. Yeah. No, I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like I had a bush heavy. So I think it's affecting him differently. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thick bush. Um, no, I honestly, I feel like the Browns could pull this one off. It could be, it's going to be I mean, a miracle. They, they could have pulled off a lot of them. I know it's every game that we've lost. We've been kind of in it to a point, but I feel the Browns pull this one off. They're at home. I feel they, they slow down Mr. Brady and, and, not the run game, but Mr. Brady, I think we pulled a win off here. Bo we'll predict, see. Bo predict. Bo predict. We got one for you? Yeah. What do you got? This is going to be Jacoby's best game. Brady might get 50 yards rushing. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> All right, Brissett's best career game? Best game as his farewell game. Yeah, I like it. Um, He's going to throw four touchdowns. I'm saying three. Really, three touchdowns. Okay. Um. And we pull a win out. All right. All right, JB. I wrote it down for Jacoby Brissett. JB, three three TDs and a Cleveland Browns W. This is where we differ, boys. I'm, unfortunately, I got to go with my heart. And or I'm sorry. I got to go with my gut, not my heart. My gut tells me Tampa Bay. Okay. So, unfortunately, that is a really cool backdrop. I do agree with you, Tim. That looks fucking nice. Very nice. If I can find that every week, I will do that. Uh, but that's our picks this week for week 12. And because we are wrapping the show up early today, let us get let's get right into just the tip. Tim, the man, the myth, the legend. Take it away, my friend. 
Now, uh, this is going to be a little different, uh, but it is uh, very festive. Um, you know, my favorite holiday is tomorrow. Um, shout out to Thanksgiving. Um, and it's a good I, one. I love birds, as you heard throughout the show. Um, <laughs> so my my tip is carve your turkey right. Um, do great for your turkey. Um, and whatever you have left over, make a pot pie out of it. I'm telling Ooh. you. Hell yeah. Make a pot pie used on a cornbread top. My grandma used to make it. We call it Augie's pie. I promise you, it you you put you get your leftover turkey, and if you want, you could put some leftover ham in it as well. Um, put some mixed vegetables or whatever vegetables you fucking like in it. Uh, mixed vegetables work well. Uh, some cream of chicken soup. Uh, put that, it, mix it all up. Put it in in, in whatever you want to put it in. You can put it in like a a, a a a casserole dish. Put some cornbread on top of it. Bake it in the oven until the cornbread is done. I'm telling you, you will enjoy every bite of that pot pie. And that's what you should do. Make sure it looks really good. Make sure you carve your turkey <laughs> right. You make sure you break the wishbone. Uh, you know, pull the wishbone the right way. I'm telling you guys, do the turkey right. Birds are the greatest thing ever made. Ever. I love that that went from being a recipe and then as it kept going on, if you kind of close your eyes a little bit, it sounded like he was giving sex tips. He's like, break that wishbone, spread that shit, stuff the fuck out of it. I was like, whoa, (laughs) Jesus. This is a horny holiday for somebody. bird. Got to mend those broken wings. They're gonna fly again. Yeah, we're gonna once once talking about balls turns into a four hour show. We'll give Tim's <laughs> gonna have a cooking. Jory, segment. why doesn't he have a cooking show? Damn, Jory, I agree. <laughs> Tim, the the way in the kitchen, the way Tim just described that food, I'm about to go fuck a chicken or something. <laughs> My God, that was. I mean, that was so sensual. But like, I'm horny and hungry now. All of a Tim, sudden, if we, bring, if, we, if we bring a cookbook in, could you slowly read the cookbook to us one night? Absolutely. <laughs> I need a pizza and a prostitute stat because I am horny and hungry. Thanks to Tim giving that that delicious segment right there. That picture looks so good, though. I can't wait to eat tomorrow. Uh, all right. My, my, my tip of the week. I just happened to come across on Netflix uh, a couple of days ago. Do you remember? And I, I know I'm older than you, but do you remember back a in mile? A, shut up. But in the 90s, when Pepsi did the point giveaway, you Not buy really you buy some you buy you buy Pepsi. You, what year? You, like mid 90s, 95, 96. Uh, I honestly don't remember. I was like so, six or seven then. So back in the day, if you bought Pepsi items, you got points on like the cans, the boxes, the whatever bottles you bought, and you could collect these points and then turn them in to get Pep- Pepsi swag. So there's a commercial that came out that um, Pepsi was talking about get T-shirts, glasses, whatever, and then it ended with a um, a airplane dropping down, and it said uh, "plane seven million points." One kid. One person in this world collected seven million points, and you know where, where they fucked up is when they did the commercial. They never put the disclaimer at the bottom that says this is fake, this is real. Plane cannot be a real gift. So the kid got an investor, bought all this Pepsi product, got all the points, turned them in, and Pepsi said, "Well, that 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 Harrier plane was a joke. Well, you never said it was a joke. So this entire this is a four part series, 30, 30 minute episodes. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah. It, oh, there it, it is. is. Pepsi, where's my jet? Where's my jet? I was waiting for him to say it. It's, yeah. yeah it's oh, on, my bad. It's, yeah, it's on Netflix right now. So it's four. It kind of looks like Top Gun. I thought it was something about Top Gun. <laughs> I've actually, since I've never seen either of the Top Guns, I thought because of that picture. What? That, yeah, I haven't seen him yet. Uh, I'll, I'll get around to it eventually. Blasphemy. Um, right now. You've seen Talladega Nights when he said, "Help me, Tom Cruise." I mean, I respect, Rose, that was not that was not that movie. Never mind. Yeah, I respect Tom Cruise from other movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. 
when I saw that, I thought it was something like from Top Gun. No, like, I thought that was no. a quote. So they like made a documentary about watch, it. Okay, so, so that's totally different. Watch this. It's quite interesting. So uh, he's out of Seattle. He, okay. he initially him and his family put all this money together and started buying Pepsi. And for the first week, they actually drank the Pepsi. But then like then they realized there's no fucking way I can drink this much Pepsi. You'd have to drink 120 cans a day for 100 years to get that many points. I've probably never drank 120 Pepsis in my life. Sure. I, just, I don't drink pop. So personally. he eventually got an investor. The investor pulling up the money. So he was just buying cases and cases and, and pallets of Pepsi and obviously giving it away to people, but getting the points off of it. Got to $7 million, went to turn it in. Pepsi said, you're kidding us, right? And then he took it to court. So it's a whole story. I would, about, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I, I want my fucking Harrier too. Um, but it's it's quite interesting. The nostalgia of this ep this series, bringing back all the '90s shit, is really cool to watch. So what's funny is it shows you how dominant a corporation can be that's as big as Pepsi. Yeah. Because this huge thing happened. Yeah. And Pepsi's still around. They're still running strong. No issues yeah. at all. I never even heard of this. Like no, they me. could fuck up that yeah. bad, get sued, and they're just like, whatever. Watch we'll be it. fine. It's worth watching. I'll check it, it out. It's, yeah. It's a cool. It's it's literally four episodes. They're thirty minutes long. So two hours of your time. Knowing nothing about it, seeing that picture, I honestly thought it was something with like Top Gun or something. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, well, I won't understand it. So I just skipped right over it. I forgot about this too until I watched the trailer. I was flipping through Netflix. I watched it. I'm like, oh shit, I remember this. So it made me yeah. click instantly to watch it. I mean, so. for me, like I said, when this happened, I was probably like six or seven years old. I mean, you were yeah, in your 30s, so yeah. I wasn't watching the news then. <laughs> so right. I understand. All right, go fuck yourself. All right. My tip this week is a quote-unquote horror. Uh, it's not really scary, but it's it's in the horror genre. It's a movie called Pearl. It is the second film from T. West. T. West made X not that long ago came out. It was a really cool, fun movie. Uh, X is basically about a... X going to give it to you? X is dead now, unfortunately, DMX, but uh, the movie X is uh, about a, a group of people who are going to a, they rent out a room at a barn and a farm to film a porno, but they don't tell the owners that they just say, oh, I've seen this trailer. Is they that say, can movie? we stay? So that was the first, that was X. Got it. Okay. So one of the characters in there is Pearl and this is her prequel movie for the movie X. So I highly, obviously watch them in order. You're going to want to watch X first, then Pearl. And then hopefully next year will be Maxine, which comes out about another character from the X universe. Uh, but X was really fun. It was a cool movie. Uh, and this character was, you wanted to learn more. Like they make the characters kind of like, we are like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I, I want to, I want to know why they're like this. And this movie explains why Pearl is the way that she is. And in a really fun way. And it was a really cool movie. I really liked this one a lot. Check it out. If you're into horror at all, again, I don't mean horror in terms of like there's not jump scares and shit like that. This one's kind of like a psychological character driven Slasher. movie. I like horrors. Oh, yeah. I know you do, Tim. <laughs> Tim will take a horror with a side of stuffing and, and, uh, and turkey and turkey pot pies. He'll <laughs> be his little turkey whore. She'll be the turkey. I would stuff her. He will break her wishbone <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's, it's good. It's not again. It's not scary by any stretch. It's not like a jump scary kind of thing. It's just a psychological kind of movie. Uh, character driven really fun takes place in like the like 40s or something like that uh but a really cool movie a fun movie check them out but again watch x first if you haven't seen it where can we watch it uh i watched it illegally streaming so oh, i don't really know where okay. it's at All right, then. i know a website that had a crystal clear copy of it so i checked it out okay then right. but uh check out pearl i really liked it and i'm excited for maxine the third and final in this trilogy perfect and with that being said everybody on behalf of everybody at talking about balls a Happy Thanksgiving. I'll let everybody wish happy Thanksgiving ha if you'd like happy to. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy guys. thanks. Gobble, gobble. Be safe tonight. Eat lots of food tomorrow. And on behalf of Talking About Balls, one extra small gravy flavored condom. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.